welcome to a live broadcast of Loafer's Glory, the hobo jungle of the mind. We walked down the little roads in Cumberland and stooped because the sky hung down so low. And no place that we went was far. The earth and the sky hung close and near. And the old hunger returned. The obscure and terrible hunger that haunts and hurts Americans makes us exiles in our own land, strangers wherever we go. I will go up and down the country and back and forth across the country. I will go out west for the states or square. I will go to Boise, Helena, Albuquerque, all the unknown places. Say, brother, have you heard the thunder of the fast express? Have you seen starlight on the rails? as a young tramp up in Glacier National Park in Montana. It is a singular experience in a young tramp's life, your first trip across the Great Divide. It's like a sailor's first trip over the equator. It is an occasion fraught with ritual and massive libation. The ritual is that you get up, and you know you've topped the divide, you lurch to the boxcar door, you grab the jam firmly in one hand so you're not pitched out into the unrelieved wilderness, and... Well, there's no, yeah, yeah, there's a radio legal way to say this. You take out your lily and siphon it on the wind. (laughs) But then you can spend the rest of your natural existence visualizing your own natural bodily fluids, half of them flowing down to the Platte River, the Mississippi, the Gulf of Mexico, the other half into the drainage system of the Columbia River, down to the Pacific Ocean and the far Spice Islands beyond. It is a cosmic experience, cosmic This is the folk song, we are folk singers, you're ostensibly the folk pa. That means you own this song, right? And it belongs, you're going to sing it, aren't you? Ah, I don't want to have to remind you once again that there is no Republican folk music. Railroading on the Great Divide, nothing around me but the Rockies and sky. There you'll find me as years go by, railroading on the Great Divide. Hey, railroading on the Great Divide, nothing around me but the Rockies and sky. 
It's there you find me as years go by, railroading on the great divide. For those of you who are going to are listening to this on the radio, I know it goes to Albany, New York, and Whitesburg, Kentucky, and I talked a lot about our town to those people and tell them why they should steer clear of it. I tell them you come to Nevada City, you walk down the street, you get shot deader than hell. The place is <laughs> violent place. Stay away. Well, you folks out there, we are doing this uh, live Loafer's Glory from the Miners Foundry. The old gold mining gold rush town here. Nevada City. The Miners Foundry is where the Pelton wheel was manufactured, which was essential to the mining industry. Of course, the gold rush is over, but the bums rush is on. <laughs> we are they. In 1914, I started to roam out through Wyoming, no money, no home. And I was a drifting along with the tide. Landed out over the great divide Railroading on the great divide Nothing around me but the Rockies and sky If there you find me as years go by Railroading on the great divide Rose Tattoo is not a band It is not an orchestra It is not a choral group for sure. <laughs> it is a social club of people whose lives are about the trains, tramping on the freight trains, working on the freight trains, like Bob here is the locomotive engineer. Uh, Larry here writes the best train songs imaginable and knows a lot about the history of the railroad. Our lives are about trains. Also, we sing old songs, and we make up new ones when we think it's necessary, and we all carry a rose tattoo, and that's all it is is just a self-perpetuating myth that uh, cruises around the country. As I say, we've known each other from different parts of the country, different parts of Canada, so we just decided over the years to have a, year, a yearly rendezvous and catch up with each other and catch up on our life and times, and then this rendezvous is here in our hometown, the Cuddy's up on the ridge at an undisclosed location, so don't even think of trying to find it all right now. And we're going to do this whole Loafer's Glory here, one hour uh, show, and then we'll have the intermission. And afterward, there's a whole lot of other tattoos from different part of the country that have come in that are out around there. We're going to invite them up on the stage to sing to you in the second half. And that'll be, you folks in Radio Land, that'll be the best half, you know. <laughs> Too bad you won't be here. Oh. Dig it out the window and see how it feels. Number nines are coming the fastest on wheels. At 90 an hour, she whistled with pride. Thunders out over the great divide. I railroad along the great divide. Nothing around me but the Rockies and sky. It's there you find me as years go by. Railroading on the great divide. And as an additional attraction, which was provided for by Cuddy down there, Feather River Kid. When you go out here to Intermish to Pish, you know how at these events, the night live, we always sell wine. We sell some of Nevada City's best premium wine. Well, <laughs> Cuddy had provided us with a case of wild Irish rose. 
fortified wine, courtesy of the kind folks at the Richards Company in Canandaigua, New York. This is the tramp's friend. We also have a whole case full of night train. <laughs> Old screw top. Again, it's going to be available by the glass or by the bottle. This is the Wichert Wild Irish Rose. I mean, it is piquant. It is a trifle aggressive and mildly impertinent. This doesn't have legs. It has boots. It's a... <laughs> But I guarantee this is an exceptionally fine week. <laughs> I remember crawling under many a bush with this stuff. <laughs> I remember a poem I scribed on a wall while I was sleeping on a, a grate behind the dry cleaners in Seattle, Washington. I uh, made a pay on to this. See if I know it. We'll drink to the rose that Barbara Ellen grew, and the last rose to bid the summer fond adieu. And all the dear companions like roses faded now, but the rose within my glass is the last time we'll allow. Your ruby anesthetic will dull the sullen truth as we live in faded elegance beyond the dreams of youth. Yet dreaming still of other things, though not so fair or fine, we sleep entwined with Morpheus in the painless arms of wine. Well, some will lead the cripple and some will lead the blind. What of alms for him whose wound is of the mind? Well, he will find release, release with the maid who bids him sup, for she has left a lover's kiss within the beggar's cup. And through all the storms that find us on the other side of life, she's been the bum's confessor, she's been the hobo's wife. And ere the book is finished, as the final pages close, I'll toast one fond remembrance to my wild Irish rose. <laughs> Ask any old-timer around old Cheyenne. Ray Roden, Wyoming is the best in the land. A long steel rail and a short cross tie laid out over the Great Divide. Hey, Ray Roding on the Great Divide. Nothing around me but the Rockies and sky. If there you find me as years go by, Ray Roding on the Great well, now, what can you say about Mark Ross? He's from Butte, Montana, and he makes ugly pork chops. <laughs> I don't even His tell you how never that came him. about. You would you want to know about that. But that's your new moniker now. Uh, we call them Smokestack, but now it's Ugly Pork Chops. How do you like it? <laughs> you earned it. Oh, what, do you, what do you want to do for it? I think I will do the oldest hobo song extant. It's a great word, extant. I was working in a play in New York City years ago, and they asked me to write out a, a bio for the program. And I, I said, you know, I play half a dozen to a dozen instruments with varying degrees of competency. I can make, in fact, I can make a noise on just about anything, and the stage manager felt called upon to clean up my English, and it came out in the program printed as, he can play any musical instrument extant. I said, there's a hell of a big difference between you can make a noise on just about anything and play every musical instrument extant. Make sure that one's in tune. 
train. The only rider, he was Hobo John. He's a good old rounder, and dead and gone. He's dead and gone. Lord, dead and gone. He's a good old rounder, and dead and gone. Well, Charlie Snyder was a good engineer and he told his fireman, don't you have no fear. All the needs, a little water ain't cold. Stick your head out the window, watch the drivers roll, watch the drivers roll. Watch the drivers roll. Stick your head out the window, watch the drivers roll. Well, the fireman said, now before I die, there's five more things that I'd like to ride. Bicycle, tricycle, automobile, well, a bow-legged lady and a Ferris wheel and a Ferris wheel. And a Ferris wheel. Well, the bow-legged lady in a Ferris wheel. Well, Jingle's daughter said before she died, there's two more trains that you like to ride. Tell my daughter what came to be. Well, the absence to peak in Santa Fe, in Santa Fe. And Santa Fe. Well, the absence to peak in Santa Fe. Said before she died, there's two more drinks that you'd like to try. Tell my daughter what came to be. Well, a glass of water and a cup of tea. And a cup of tea. And a cup of tea. Well, a glass of water and a cup of tea. Well, the fireman said, now before I die, there's two more things that I'd like to try. Tell me, fireman, what came to be. Well, the landlady's daughter and the landlady. And the landlady. And the landlady. Well, the landlady's daughter and the landlady. Well, Jacob's daughter said before she died, Papa fixed the blind so the bums can't ride. If they gotta ride, let them ride the rods. Put their trust in the hands of God, in the hands of God. In the hands of God. Let them put their trust in the hands of God. It's early one morning, it began to rain, and around the curve came a passenger train. The only rider, he's Hobo John. He's a good old rider, and dead and gone. He's dead and gone. Lord, dead and gone. He's a good old rider, and dead and gone. Let's carry him home. He's the best. Mark is the best. He's, he's from Butte, Montana. He came down from Butte. It was Rick Plieri who's out here. He's from Vermont. And uh, he moved to Butte, Montana when he heard there wasn't any work there. <laughs> well, now, here's uh, Bad Bob the Bandit. Is that your moniker? No, that's not my moniker. I thought, uh, well, there was an outlaw. It was up in Spokane, wasn't it? No, that, that's I got true. you confused. That's true. Yeah, no. okay, Back in the 70s, they used to call me uh, Boomer Bob because... I'd worked for four different railroads and um, done all kinds of railroad work. Was a section man, a gandy dancer, a switchman, what they called a snake in them old days, a stinger, which is a brakey, a conductor, the big O, or the captain, and of course, uh, fireman, the telepot, and now, uh, now I'm a hoghead, engineer. Engineer on the Union Pacific Railroad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Union Pacific Railroad. Let's. 
Maybe we can't. better not talk about that. <laughs> you can't spell stupid without UP. That's <laughs> it's written on the inside of most of the engines right now. That's right. Well, you know, Bruce, uh, like uh, many years ago, an old conductor named Slick Souls told me something that didn't make much sense to me, but the longer I'm on the railroad, the more sense it makes, and that is I just don't understand everything I know about railroading. And, uh, but, uh, but, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things that kind of takes time to kind of... But, um, like, uh, and at my right here is my long-suffering uh, friend, companion, wow. plumber, uh, general uh, work about town, uh, and wife, uh, <laughs> Diana. She's, uh, back in 1978, she was a member of uh, the, the pioneer class uh, of uh, tradeswomen uh, when... Uh, the president, uh, Mr. Carter there, said, uh, guess what, if you want federal funds, you're going to have to put uh, women in the trades. She was first in line, and uh, she was a union uh, plumber for over 20 years, so she got her hip replaced. Yeah. And I even had to fix Mr. Phillips's shower this afternoon. <laughs> it's right. true. True. Well, when you had all these guys, like got one little house, and you all come down from the mountain to use Madame Char, what would you expect? Well, I don't know what I expected. But she had brought plumbing tools with her, anticipating well, me, this crisis. Let me tell you, at Christmas time, guys would come up and ask me, what are you going to get your wife for, uh, for Christmas? And I'd say, well, a sawzall, I think. And, <laughs> and they all thought I was kidding, but I wasn't. It was great. We needed to use the shower. <laughs> Odoriferous ergo sum. I stink, therefore I am. And we were. We were there. I remember old, uh, old Tobacco Joe. Old Tobacco Joe said, uh, Diana, he said, uh, switch the blue one with the new one, turn the head one with the red one, shove and spot. So why don't we just shove and spot? Here's an old song from the 20s. <laughs> Sport, yeah. I'm from the South. 
Take a drink and shut your mouth. Mr. Brakeman, let me ride your train. Oh, Mr. Brakeman, please don't put me off this train. No, you need a ticket to ride this train, girl. But I'm a good old gal. Yes, you a fine, sweet young thing, and maybe if you just pay me back later, I'll let you ride. Oh, yes, sir. Now you just uh, stay low and hide from that mean old ticket agent over in the corner, and I'll give you the high sign. Oh, thank you, sir. Mr. Brakeman, let me ride your train. Oh, Mr. Brakeman, let me ride your train. I can't stand out in this cold and rain. Oh, the frost bit my nose and feet, and my hair is turning gray. Take me back to where I know I'll eat once or twice a day. I just want some loving from my man. Get on board. Thank you, Mr. Brakeman. That's right. Did you you threw a shoe there? Yeah. I had these fake nails on because I tore them up when we were up uh, playing for 15, 16 hours a day. So I put some fake nails on, and they came off right in the middle of that song there. They went flying everywhere. Kind of fun, yeah, kind of fun. Let's see, I guess let's go down. Now, Cuddy down here is the one who kind of brings us all together. He also does a railroad festival out in Ely, Nevada. That uh, place ain't exactly nowhere, but you can see it from there. For sure. Ely. But uh, I first uh, met Cuddy when I was... Oh, it's 25 years ago. Closer to 30. <laughs> Closer to 30, playing the old red herring in Champaign, Illinois. Yeah, you'd worked for the railroad there as a, as a, a telegrapher. Right. Yeah. Sing them. All right. Beat it, Bo, while your feet are mates. We'll see the whole United States with a pal and a song and a fire at night, up in the early morning bright, with nothing but road and sky in sight and nothing to do but go. Beat it, bow, while the walking's good, while the bird on the wire is still sawing wood. If today ain't the best for you and me, well, there's always tomorrow come and see, and the day after that is going to be, and there's nothing to do but go. Well, I'm the rambling son with the itchy feet. I never was meant for that steady beat. Oh, I've had a good job for a little spell, and I've been on the road, and I've hit it swell. But there's only one road to fare thee well, and there's nothing to do but go.
many times I've heard their sad stories written in the words of good men's songs Down through the years Many men have yearned for freedom Some found it only on the open road Too many tears of blood a fellow around us Cause we can't always do what we're told Please tell me where have all the hobos gone to? I seen old fires burning by the rusty railroad track. Could it be that time's gone and left us tied up in life's eternal traveling sack? To my loved ones I signed my name I realized I'd been gone Way too long There was a time When my heart was Long for freedom And I remember As I sing this Hobo song Please tell me Where I've Rusty railroad track Could it be That time's gone And left us Tied up in life's eternal Traveling sand Tied up in life's eternal Traveling sand
here we are back again, and I, I do really want to remind you folks out on the listening audience in Radio Land, keep those cards and letters. <laughs> now they said, and they didn't lie, that you could listen to, you, 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 you get on your internet, I can't do it, I don't know how, but you do hobo.org, and you'll get the National Hobo Association, and... Uh, and then it such exists. And uh, tramp technology, you know, you take advantage of everything that's there. You got tramps that, have, that are setting up email addresses at the public libraries. That just makes sense, doesn't it? You got tramps with, uh, with uh, ar old army service Russian surplus equipment scanners to get the calls from the, the, the head engine to the tower. They got infrared binoculars to spot the trains at night. I mean, it's really blossomed. Uh, uh, <laughs> blossomed in these the waning days of Babylon. I first met Haywire Brack, Haywire Bruce Brack, and he was it, you were gold mining up in Northern California? I was, uh, yeah, I think we met in Eureka actually, but I'd come down from the mountain where I was uh, doing my best to insist that it were the 1870s rather than the 1970s. <laughs> you learned your lesson, didn't you? Indeed, I did. Yeah. Well, now he's from the, currently from Victoria, British Columbia, uh, and how you've been up there a long time. Uh, I have nearly seventeen years. How does it feel to come back down to the motherland uh, for a couple of days? Is well, it, is it shocking? Is it, it is. You know, seventeen years there, and <laughs> Canadians still somehow know I'm a Yank. I'm not exactly sure why or hey, how well, they know that. Sight gags on the radio, isn't that terrific? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, you know, retire. It's a, a pleasure and honor to come down here, of course, to my native land and uh, to associate with uh, the rest of my comrades and compadres here. But I just hope you don't get sick down here. <laughs> That's right. Uh, this is the land of social Darwinism and practice, after all, isn't it? I thought I would try a song that recently fell into my unworthy lap from a number of different directions. A musical pal up home uh, brought this to my attention. Uh, he was collecting a book of his grandfather's singing. Uh, and his grandfather had hoboed out in western Canada after the turn of the century and had ridden with the outlaw Bill Minor. I digress for a moment. You know who Bill Miner was? He robbed 26 stages in Arizona in the 1800s and was put in San Quentin for 20 years. They released him in 1900. He made his way north and then began to rob the Canadian Pacific Railroad. Yeah. He was an old man. He was an old man at the time. Made a movie about it, by the way, The Gray Fox, if you ever uh, have a chance to see it. Yeah. So anyway, my pals... Uh, Granddad hoboed about with uh, Bill Miner and uh, had this song. And it refers to uh, the Grand Hobo Convention in Montreal, which is from up on my side of the border. So I thought it would be appropriate uh, after we play uh, tonight and down in Berkeley on the weekend, we're headed to Elko, Nevada, uh, us and, and others that you will meet later in the evening, to perform at the Hobo Millennium Rendezvous. Uh, sponsored by the National Hobo Association. Anyone out there in earshot of us can make their way there. It's at milepost 557 on the Union Pacific Railroad. 
Right and on so, the main uh, line, brother. It is. And um, so he, uh, my pal, had a, the song, the lyrics, some of them, and a vestigial remembrance of the melody. So I went to the internet, as Utah just described, to the Mud Cat Cafe, where I found a version of the song that had been collected in 1930, but had some other lyrics to it. And then uh, Rick Polieri, who you'll meet a little bit later, came to hobo, the hobo camp with uh, the hobo Bible, actually. It's called uh, the Hobo's Horn Book by George Milburn, written in the 30s. And in it were uh, some other lyrics. So between the three of them, uh, we've clumped this together. And I don't, hope I don't train wreck on this one. But... <laughs> There is a precedent, you see, for what we do here. <clears throat> uh, now, this one is allegedly perhaps apocryphal, but took place after the turn of the century upon the retirement of a hobo by the name of Frenchy Leboeuf, who became a home guard. That is, he no longer traveled, but had an address. And a number of his friends, some of whom were of ill repute, yeggs, uh, by description, went to his... Uh, domicile and regaled him to come back out on the road and this is a song that emanated from that and it's called the hobo's grand convention you give me your attention a few facts i would mention Turn a convention that was held in the fall The bows they were excited when they heard they were invited To the Hobo's Grand Convention that was held in Montreal They came gliding through the tunnels, hanging from the funnels Every bow and bum was loaded to the gills Every bow and restless mover from Frisco to Vancouver Chicago and Milwaukee, Minneapolis and St. Paul And they were fighting All the bows were loaded to the neck with alcohol The burlies brought Havanas Rolled up in blue bandanas To the hobo's grand convention That was held in Montreal They commit some great maneuvers These bold and restless rovers From New York to Vancouver And from Texas to St. Paul While riding on the Pullmans While they traveled through the tunnels to the Hobo's Grand Convention that was held in Montreal. The crooks, they got directions to go out and make connections. Get a swag of plunder and to bring it to the hall So they moved along the border The chairman wrapped her order At the Hobo's Grand Convention That was held in Montreal There are some people who still have enough cortex left to be able to learn all those words. You know, I, In I three days. Can you do that anymore? I can't do that anymore. 
Larry Penn comes from uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, which is called Cream City because of some stuff that was painted on the buildings years ago. Cream City, they call him Cream City Slim, and he was a steel hauler up in, until retirement. Uh, I drove a truck. But uh, we, I, I've heard about him for years and years and years. We finally met. Where did we meet up in? Was it in Milwaukee? In Sacramento. Well, we met in Milwaukee a time or two, sure, but, but just like passing ships in the night. Yeah, I guess so. Well, this is also the, the senior member in the firm, and the, the, he's not the newest tattoo anymore. Pellieri is, isn't he? Right. Who counts? <laughs> Who counts? Senior member, uh, senior member, I suppose, being a senior member causes you to think once in a while about reincarnation. <laughs> or, or the resurrection, if you prefer. <laughs> when the railroads uh, were starting to spin off their marginal trackage, uh, the Illinois Central Railroad was no exception. And uh, they spun off a piece of track down in a, in a geographical location of, of Illinois called Little Egypt because of its proximity. It resembles the, the Egypt in, in the Middle East where the Mississippi and the Ohio River come together there. That's Delta country. The name of this railroad that they spun off was called the Crab Orchard and Egyptian Railroad. And uh, I had never heard of it until I met uh, Mr. Cuddy over there, but, but uh, the name, in, uh, it intrigued me. But it started out as a tourist line a tourist line, and of course that didn't make any money. And nobody wanted to go down to southern Illinois and ride a train. Uh, so they, but they still operate, you know, as a freight line. They interchange freight between the Union Pacific and the Illinois Central's main line. The steam engines that they had, uh, one went to Keokuk, Iowa, and one went to Britt, Iowa. Uh, and uh, nobody knows what happened to the passenger cars until this little festival that Cuddy started over in Ely there, one of the perks for the job is that you get to ride on the train. And uh, lo and behold, the two passenger cars there on that little railroad in uh, Nevada there, called the Nevada Northern. Uh, two passenger cars were from the Crab Orchard and Egyptian Railroad. <laughs> said let's go take a ride down to southern Illinois just north of Cairo we can rest up from the rail at the flop in Carbondale and take a job there working in the mine cause they're digging up the coal 
with a shovel that can hold more than all the sands of Egypt on the Nile. When I close my eyes, I hear it singing to a strange metallic sound along the way. Used to be a tourist line, now I haul the freight sometime. It's the old crab orchard and Egyptian railroad. As soon as we arrived, we were quick to realize that nothing stays the same along the railroad. Cause all is shut down in the countryside around, has left it there with nothing for a payload. The flop in Carbondale went for wreckers, ball or sale. And all the mining dreams are in a pile And they say it won't be long Until all the coal is gone And the gem of little Egypt will be idle But when I close my eyes I hear it singing To a strange metallic sound along the way to be a tourist line Now I haul the freight sometime It's the old crab orchard And Egyptian railroad Not so long ago When the good old days were gold And a hobo still could ride On any railroad songs. You are the chief crab apple in our orchard. <laughs> <laughs> Monikers, yeah, you get in here. Can we change can, your moniker can I to tell? crab apple? No, I, I, I didn't tell the, the, the real reason why it's Cream City, though. It's because the clay that they mined to make the bricks in Milwaukee back in those times were were, was yellow and it looked in the sun like it was cream. There were all these buildings made out of these cream-colored bricks. As opposed to Chicago Commons, which are red. Crab apples. <laughs> Crab apples are red, too. Ugly pork chop. <laughs> Boxes. <laughs> You want me to sing this, and I'll, I'll try to remember it. If I don't, then I'll sing it to, to you again sometime. I was in uh, Rolla, Missouri. Uh, the little tiny club there called the Blue Heron Rookery. And um, the book on the counter, a local fellow had written, uh, and in, in was out there because there was a convention going on. I went into the place early, and there was this convention going on. And it was the orphan train people. And I had never heard of such a thing that from the 1850s on well into this century that 
the uh, Children's Home Society in New York, and the Home for Little Wanderers up in Massachusetts. Uh, harvested kids off of the skids, out of the doorways, out of the alleys, abandoned children, cleaned them up, taught them some manners, and then took them with chaperones on orphan trains out into the West, which was out in what we now call the Midwest. And they were, they were adopted. Uh, there was, I've got at home, uh, they gave me um, one of the contracts that a farmer had to sign. And there was a, a county agent that would go and check to make sure the child wasn't being abused. There were abuses and sometimes families were split up for sure. But um, by and large, most of them that I talked to, and these were the children and grandchildren of orphan trained people, and, and a lot of them were uh, orphan trained people themselves, some of them still looking in their 80s uh, for brothers and sisters that uh, they'd been separated from years before. And I asked them, what are, the, what are your orphan train songs? And uh, I said, why there aren't any. So I read that little book and then I got in my car and I drove up the Great River Road along the Mississippi. I wanted us to, the road that hugs the banks of the Mississippi all the way up to headwaters there at Brainerd. And along about Nauvoo, Illinois, the old Mormon capital, I turned, well, it was like I turned on my car radio. Well, it was in my head, and I was listening to Lula Bell and Scotty sing this song. You know, it's just the way songs ought to happen. And it did. But see, then it means I could send it to them. Uh, and I did, through the mail, and say, does this fit the bill? What would you do to change this song, see? Once I had a darling mother, though I can't recall her name. I had a baby brother who I'll never see again. For the children's home is sending us out on the orphan train to try to find someone to take us in. Take us in. We have rode the orphan train. Take us in. We need a home. We need a name. Take us in. Oh, won't you be our kin? We are looking for someone to take us in. Take us in. I have stolen from the poor box. I have roamed the city streets. I have swamped the bars and pool rooms for a little bite to eat. In my daddy's old gray jacket and these rags upon my feet, I've been looking for someone to take me in. Take us in. Take we have rode the orphan train Take us in, we need a home We need a name Take us in Take us in. Oh, won't you be our kin We are looking for someone to take, take us, us in. in The children's home, they gathered us Me and all the rest They taught us to sit quietly Until the food was blessed They put us on the orphan trains And sent us way out west to try to find someone to take us in. The farmers and their families, they rode in for miles around. We lined up on the platform of the station in each town. And one by one we parted like some living lost and found. And one by one we all were taken in. Take us in. Take us in. We have rode the orphan train. Take us in, we need a home, we need a name. Take us in, take us in. Oh, won't you be our kin? We are looking for someone to take, take us, us in. in. Now there's many a fine doctor or a teacher in your school. There's many a good preacher who can preach the golden rule. 
Who started out an orphan sleeping in the freezing rain Whose life began out on the orphan train Take us in, Take us in. we have rode the orphan train Take, Take us in, we need a home, we need a name Take us in, Take us in. oh won't you be our kin we are looking for someone to take, take us, us in. in. Take us in. Take us in. Oh, won't you be our kid? We are looking for someone to take us in. Take us in. songs happen. It was odd. Uh, David Massengill, do you know his work? A fine songwriter from the East. Uh, we met in Winnipeg Folk Festival. He wrote an orphan train song. And we sat on the stage at a workshop next to each other, and he sang the one he made up, and I sang the one I made up, and they used the same images at Living Lost and Found. You know, it just happened at two ends of the country at the same time. It was a remarkable, remarkable experience. Uh, we've got about ten more minutes. Do you guys? Can you do a ten-minute version of? Uh, I bet you can. Is the Pope Polish? There's the uh, the shoes of, of the fisherman made by Brunswick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then you guys will sing this, and then and then when I point at you, you'll start up that theme number two, and we'll we'll run this train into the station, and uh, and then we will. Um, kind of hang out in the lobby for a while. Too bad you folks out there in Radio Land, especially in Troy, goddammit, New York. Uh, and you know you don't want to be there. You want to be here. But no, we're going to be swilling wild Irish rose in the lobby of the miners, the Shriners Floundry, here in down, downtown metropolitan Nevada City, California. Holy Moses. All right, well, let's do, lead us in this pay-on to prison. Midnight 
That's the dress How I bought that woman. did you know? I know it because I paid for it, man. Well, I knew her by her apron and the dress she wore. How would you know that dress? There's an umbrella on her shoulder, a piece of paper in her hand. She's telling to the captain. Yeah, release me, man. Turn loose. Thank you for being here with us for our, the first live edition of Loafer's Glory, the Hobo Jungle of the Mind. This has been you, Utah Phillips, the golden voice of the great Southwest and the Rose Tattoo, and thanks for listening. The fire is down. The fire is out. The moon is down, the parting glass is past and done, and I am bound to leave this town before the rising of the sun. The long's the way and far's the mile until my rest my soul again with those who weep and those who smile and all the words and ways of man. Oh, some there are who may not bide but wander till the journey's end, nor take a girl to be a bride, nor take a man to be a friend. And when I'm through with wandering, I'll sit by the road and weep for all the songs I never sang and promises I did not keep.